Hello and welcome to another episode of I Can Never Be Here on the Popcorn Talk Network. Guys, happy Easter. It's Easter week. No matter what religion you follow, it can still be a time of peace, a time of forgiveness, a time to just maybe reflect on things in your life. And I feel like especially with forgiveness, I mean, that's the message of Easter. And again, no matter what religion you follow, I feel like we all have these people in our lives, maybe your companies or anything that we feel maybe have wronged us in the past. And maybe they have. It's totally right that maybe they have sometimes, but you know what? They're only holding you back. Holding on to them and that anger and that resentment only holding you back from success. So I encourage you this week, look ahead, release, release that grip of hate and just move forward, be able to forgive. And again, that is when you will achieve the greatness that is ahead of you guys. And today we are talking with someone great, someone who is the star of a show called The Oath on the Crackle Network. It's a Sony network. It's a fantastic show. I've watched the show. It's so good. Such a thriller. You've also seen him, though, on TNT's hit series, Animal Kingdom. You've seen him on Lifetime's top-rated show, Army Wives. Please welcome J.J. Soria. What's up? What's up? How you doing? I, I feel forgiven. <laughs> I feel forgiven. I, so forget you guys are already, have already forgiven me because your your great intro. That's it. They've already forgiven me for what I'm about to say yeah, in this interview. There's <laughs> nothing to forgive because <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna give such good knowledge and motivation. We were talking before the show, and again, I'm so excited. And I'm excited too because of the show, The Oath, and I've watched it, and it's. Man, it's such a thriller. How many episodes have you watched? So I've watched a couple. Uh, yeah, this, a couple meaning two. A couple, yeah, or like one and a half, roughly around there. About one and maybe a quarter. Yeah, I, enough to know that I love it. Cool. Enough to know, and especially uh, it, it comes right out of the gate strong. And it, it's a world that I don't think a lot of people know about either. Uh-huh. Which it, it questions, and that's one of the questions that I'm going to have. Is like, how real is this? And you're like, no, this can't be real. No, there's no way. Like the cops are really in these gangs and stuff like that. And I want to know. Uh, kind of what research you guys did. But if you want to follow JJ after the show or even during the show, any of you on Twitter or social media right now, on Twitter, on Instagram, at JJ Soria. And then Facebook, you said it's at JJ Soria 08. At J- yeah, at JJ Soria 08. There it's you go. Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at the only MC. Again, we are live every Monday here on the Popcorn Talk. We just want to be able to help you guys live your best life, give you some motivation, give you some encouragement and inspiration. No matter what field you are in, acting, athletics, business, we can all use a little help in our everyday lives. And we see people that we sit on these pedestals, people like you, and we want to know that, guess what? You've gone through some hard times as well. It's been all hard times. <laughs> the whole journey's been hard. Now, yeah, man. I, you know, we all, it's been a, a challenge, right? You know, yeah. A journey. It's all a journey. Mm-hmm. And I've enjoyed it all. Uh, in regards to you asked about how much of the show is uh, real. It's based off of uh, informed by yeah. real events. You have to be uh, specific about the wording of that. Uh, Joe Halpin, who is the creator, was um, a sheriff deputy for... 17 years and he uh, it's it's embellished upon mm-hmm. for entertainment purposes yeah, a little extra drama yeah, but a little extra but but a lot of stuff is accurate in there uh there was there were cop gangs that uh, the bank robbery you see in the beginning mm-hmm. really did happen um these relationships between uh gang members and and cops and guard cop gangs uh, do and did and do exist. So and, and it's all over the country. So and for people who don't know, you play an officer in the show, so you're right there and you're one of the bad guys. I mean, it, it depends the, on how you look at it. Depends on how you look at it. 
did this is this something that you knew about or is this something that you're learning along when you're reading the script and saying wow this is crazy yeah i I was learning about it as i read it and i found it very intriguing you say you say that uh i'm one of the bad guys and what, what i think is so awesome about this story is that it covers the gray area Mm-hmm. Um, remember, people that are that are wearing a uniform are still people. Mm-hmm. So, people we we as citizens may put them on a pedestal or, or expect to have a higher standard of them. But the reality is, they're still human beings, and their lives are affected the same way ours is financially, and you know things of that nature. So, um, sometimes you know they they make. Some decisions, especially in high pressure, high pressure, high pressure, high pressure <laughs> situations, um, you know, they make some. Uh, what's the help me out here? Ill-advised. Yeah, decisions? it's it's a quick thought that might not be the best when you analyze it later. Yeah, there you go. So it covers the gray area, and I, I think we are the protagonist mm-hmm. but we're flawed like everybody else and i yeah. think that's what's relatable to uh, to people the viewers you know you 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 start to care for these characters because you can relate to them and may, though you're not a, an officer of law you can relate to being in situations where you've made decisions that you mm-hmm. probably go back and make like, yeah. decision there. be like hindsight is always 2020 mm. You know, and you, sometimes you can get down on yourself for thinking that of like, why didn't I do this? Well, you were in a high pressure situation. You had what you thought were like two options. And now that you look back on it, oh, yeah, if you have more time, you can <clears throat> see that there are other options out there. But I think too many people do beat themselves up over decisions that they make in the moment when sometimes it's hard to make a different decision. Hmm? It's the way we look at it. Okay. Uh, it does come out of the gate strong. I mean, literally, like we're talking about that bank robbery scene. Right away, you're like four seconds in, yeah. and you storm a bank, and it, it seems like the, the whole series is kind of like that, of, of that thriller mentality. Is that what, did you enjoy that? Was that something that you enjoy playing that type of a character too, even in those kind of stakes? For sure. I love that this show just gets more and more intense. Mm-hmm. It's raw, it's gritty, uh, the, it's complex. My character's very complex. Uh, mm-hmm. And those are the characters I thrive in. Uh, those playing characters that have to go through all these just difficult decisions, and, and uh, you know, my character has the issue of having trying to be loyal to both his family at mm-hmm. home and his family with, behind the badge and the gang, mm-hmm. you know, and that uh, that was the ultimate challenge for Ramos is trying to keep both sides happy. You know how does he how does he stay loyal to his family and and he had, he on one hand he he would take a bullet for his family and he would take a bullet for the, the gang family as well but those people would also take a bullet for him mm-hmm. so you feel uh, uh, just as uh, what's the word I'm looking for you feel connected j- yeah but you feel like they're just as much as family as a family at home. Mm-hmm. So the decisions you make are just as important. You know, you have to have their back just the same. And I enjoyed – it was stressful to, to have to deal with those situations. I mean, you commit to it as much as, 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 much as you can. Yeah. So it, is, it was stressful to, to, to be in it in that story. The whole, the whole 
three months that we shot was just so intense, man. When we're on set or off, and we had a lot of when we're our downtime, we laugh and everything. But when we were focused in, and even even when you were away from set, it was kind of always there in the back of my mind. Which is good. I mean, as an actor, you're really committed to the role when that happens. I mean, you you're in that for that three months. You're like, this is who I am. You know, you, yeah. you, I'm not JJ for this three months. I'm playing this role. This is who I am. I'm in this series. I'm in this show. And I think that's why people can tell that, you know, the series is good because people are committed. Yeah. It's not like, oh, this is this actor who's playing this role. Cast and crew, uh, we are all committed to this project. And that's why I think it works so well because everyone was like-minded and came with the same passion for it and wanted to do their best and do their part and collaborate, a very collaborative, a collaborated group collaborative group mm-hmm. um we all work together i mean I, on a set i was like yo if anybody has any notes for me uh suggestions i'll take it let's let's try it you know let's run with it and see where it goes and uh i was with like-minded people and, we, and it worked out well and you guys were shooting in puerto rico, puerto rico you ever been man. to puerto rico before or was this the first time this longest was my second, time second time or second or third time that I was there okay longest time though i mean for three sure. months yeah is what is puerto rico like for people who don't know and especially this was kind of Around the time, maybe a little before when they obviously got hit, and I it know was you, during. Yeah, it was during. I was there for one of them. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Irma came first, and I, just the timing of it was impeccable, <laughs> uh, because we're filming the show, and I like to take my family have, have to have my family take part in what I'm doing and mm-hmm. be involved. So I flew them out. Wow. And unfortunately, it, just, it, was, it was a great idea, just the wrong time. And right when they came in, right after they came in, it was like they landed and it was going great. And all of a sudden, the, the, you know, the clouds come in. And before you know it, we we're getting hit by a hurricane. And I, they, couldn't, they actually stayed there with me because they couldn't get out. Wow. Um, and I, they had gotten me a ticket to get out. And I was like, I can't leave my family. Production like, got you a ticket? Yeah, yeah. They, oh, okay. they got me a ticket to get out, and I was like, I can't, I can't leave. You know, I'm not gonna be like bring my family yeah. in and then be like, all right, see ya. Yeah. You know. Uh, so it was an experience. I, I think ultimately, um, not to say that it was, you know, it was an experience. Mm-hmm. That and and I, I'm from LA, so I've never experienced a hurricane before. So I didn't. To in my in my eyes, I was like, hey, this is it. I was on the I was on the balcony with my <laughs> bottle of, of whatever the heck I was drinking with the actually one of our, our directors, um, Jeff Thompson Thomas, mm-hmm. he left me <laughs> he goes I goes, listen, I have a bottle of al- alcohol. You can go get it and some other <laughs> and survival stuff. And I didn't take any of the survival stuff. I took the bottle of liquor <laughs> and I was like, I'm out on the on the balcony. I was like, Hey, this is it. <laughs> this, let's go. I'm gonna go out You're with ready. a smile. Yeah. What was it like? I mean, you said you never experienced it before. Take me through like those those hours of was it getting progressively worse? Did you feel in danger with your family? Nature is the ultimate humbler. I don't know if humbler is a word, no, but I, it's going to be one now. Yeah, um, it you see the strength of Mother Nature, and it's like it's going to do whatever it wants to do, no matter what. And it was just so powerful, and we just. The Irma barely missed us. You know, we got we got nicked by it. Yeah. And uh, when Maria came, they got us out ahead of time. Hmm. Uh, just, actually, just right before it hit. And uh, the people of the island, uh, thank goodness it happened there because I don't know if anybody else, uh, any other people, would have been able would be able to come back from that. I believe wow. I believe in the people of Puerto Rico. They have a spirit that I wish more of the mainland uh, would adopt. What kind of spirit? Uh, 
appreciation for life, a real a jo- a jovialness. Uh, put it this way, for example, after the hurricane hit, they came out and they were playing instruments and singing in the dark. Wow. Like, I, 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 it was just like playing the drums and, and, and singing Puerto, uh, Puerto Rican songs. And it was, it just showed how, remember we talked about outside about mm-hmm. uh, how they handle adversity. And, you know, they were, you know, their families, uh, their ho- homes are destroyed. Streets are flooded. Uh, some don't even know where their family members are. But people are still out in the street and they're going to come together and with music and they're going to keep the spirits up and they're going to get through it. And I was like, that, those people, it, it just, I mean, it was right after. And they were out like, they ain't going to beat us. We're going to keep yeah. going. And, and that was, if that's not inspiring, I don't know what is. <laughs> no, that's like, that shows you of, they live with so much less and yet they're so happy. They yeah, find joy that. in the things that so many people just take for granted. Man, I don't, I don't want to make it sound like Puerto Rico's like Puerto Rico's a beautiful place. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, and it was it was paradise. It was even more beautiful before the hurricane, and it will come back to that once everything grows back. Mm-hmm. And you know, they get, they're getting on their feet right now. Um, we just need to. I think what's great about us going back there, you know, we, that we went back and it was it was there was no other choice for us to then go back because they they need work. That's what they mm-hmm. need. They need to rebuild. And by Sony Crackle going mm-hmm. back there, they're, they're providing jobs for the for our people. I say our people because they're part mm-hmm. of the United States. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's providing them work, and, and they're going to rebuild, and they'll come back strong. Awesome, awesome. You mentioned uh, several minutes ago about cops who are maybe making bad decisions and they're they're real people and you kind of maybe experience that did that give you maybe a new perspective obviously that's something that is continually just being talked about across the country of the actions of police officers and they're they're really scrutinized sometimes Mm -hmm. what did you learn about that life and did it give you a new appreciation for just the fact that everyone is human and we are as humans flawed i would like to say that the project open my eyes to that, but I've always understood that these are people. I've never, maybe because I've played sports and I've worn some type of uniforms of some kind, you know, throughout my life, mm-hmm. that, you know, a uniform doesn't make a, a person, you know. It's just, what that's the job that they have. So, it didn't make me realize that, that they uh, were human and, and or just as human as any of us. It just... Uh, I guess it opened it up to. I just didn't know that there was cop gangs. You yeah. know what I mean? I was like, "What?" <laughs> that that was it, it. Was definitely a, tri- a trip to say the least. Yeah. Uh, and even in the in the show, it's not like oh, there's one or there's two. There's several, yeah. and they're like patrolling different areas yes. of the city. And you're like, "Wait, what?" But you have to understand why they're doing. It. At least in my in my case, we're not making enough. I'm not making enough money mm-hmm. to. I'll say generally, we're not making enough money. I mean, listen, these guys—you're you're risking your life mm-hmm. every day on yep. the job, and you're working with. Usually, when you're going to a call, uh, police officers are going to a call. It's not for something good, yeah. right? You're you're yep. dealing with people on their worst day of their lives. Mm-hmm. So think about the people you're working with every day. The pressure that is in that position, right? So. And you're and you're being held to a higher standard, but you're human. Mm-hmm. But you're held to a higher standard, and you're trying to make money, trying to make a living, and 
you, you know what? You can't play in the dirt and not get dirty. Love that. It, it you, you're gonna be in that environment, uh, and it's it's gonna you're gonna get dirty. That's it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. How could you expect not to? I I clean my I clean my place and I get dirty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I think I just said enough with that. No, absolutely. And it gets back again to the, to the message that we talked about at the very beginning of the show. With Easter this week, it is a time of forgiveness. And it, again, no matter what religion you is, you are. That you is? You, no matter no what religion, religion you, you is. No matter uh, <laughs> what religion anybody practices, it's still that message of forgiveness. And that transcends whatever religion of realizing that we all are flawed mm-hmm. and we're going to make mistakes. And if yeah. you can hold out of those mistakes, they're going to hold you back. And if you let go of them and realize that, listen, it happened, I can move forward, then you will, and you will achieve that greatness. Talking about as an actor, I just want to throw out the question, how hard is being an actor? And getting to the point where you are, you know, talking about the other shows, and now you're on this show, The Oath, and one of the stars, and how hard was it to get to this point? It was a journey. Uh, it's, it's, as, it's as easy or as hard as you make it i'll put it that way because it's all a learning process there there is no even the idea of success society gives us this idea of what success is that's not the case your success is whatever you believe it is i at one time i I thought i was going somewhere i was chasing Mm -hmm. something i was chasing society's idea of success and i didn't realize i'm already successful if i look at if i'm honest with myself i think i'm successful Mm -hmm. listen i live in a in a, a little uh, one-bedroom apartment, and I have my little car. You know, I'm not rich, but I'm successful. I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? I, I get to make a living. I'm very lucky to make a living doing what I enjoy doing. Um, it's it's not – I don't like to call myself an actor. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a human being. I just, I'm a performer. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, an entertainer. Uh, I love I love to uh, – I love, I love acting. I love to do, do what I do. Mm-hmm. But um, – the, the journey to get back to your question the journey has been a learning lesson and uh even though there may have been times where i would have i felt that i wanted to be where i'm at now sooner mm-hmm. i'm at where i'm at where i'm supposed to be at this like uh, i talked i told you when i was watching rick's interview yep. he said it best um everything sets you up for where you are at that moment yep you know and that's what i i what I said when I got to the island, I go, I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm right where I'm supposed to be at, at the time. Easy Every- to say that on an island, but I see where you're going with that. <laughs> yes, it is. Man, I, f- I was like, we, I, I, we had this awesome project, this script, this cast uh, that I got to work with and crew of talented people that were open-minded and collaborative on this beautiful island. I go... They set us up for success. Yeah, How, I go. The only thing, if I, if this thing's messed up, it's because <laughs> of us. You know what I mean? Because they set us up in a prime position. But it's so true. You're saying that if you achieve things at different times when you want to achieve them, then the next gate that's supposed to open at this certain time, then you miss that gate. Yeah, and you miss that next opportunity because you forced something or because it was your timing that you wanted it to happen. In. You got to be patient. You got to be patient and just keep learning and keep growing. And, and enjoy the enjoy the moment that you're in. That's what it's really all about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great to have ambition, and, and I'm, I'm an ambitious, amb- ambitious person. But you have to 
really enjoy the journey. It took me a while to get that. Like I heard it so much, so many times. Like yeah, I get, I enjoy, I am enjoying it. I am in the moment. But uh, there was a bit of an aha moment where I was like, actually, I went to Alaska. Crazy how I'm taking this mm-hmm. over there. But I was in Alaska and I, I was on a glacier, and I want to say it was the first time I was really humbled. Like I've looked up the word humility and humbled, and I'm to get the real definition because I've seen, I heard so many people, <laughs> especially in the industry, but when the people getting awards, I'm humbled by this, and I'm like, that is, I don't understand how you're humbled by this. The people are glorifying you, okay? <laughs> uh, but I was humbled by nature just by its mere presence, and when I was on that glacier, I looked up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just this little speck in time and space. Yeah. What? When you really realize that, this is all cute. What mm-hmm. we do is very fun. Mm-hmm. But the real world is so much more bigger. So it just kind of it, – it took a – it took this stress that I was putting on myself of trying to get somewhere and do something. I was like, hold up, man. Let me just enjoy this. Let me just enjoy the journey that I'm on and learn uh, what I can and just take it in. And ever since I've adopted that mentality, the journey has been even richer. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's richer, not monetary. It can be monetary, but it's richer in terms of living. Yes. Is that the time you were talking about when you you mentioned, oh, at one point you really wanted to achieve this, so you wanted to get maybe to this certain level? And was that where you were talking about that? That was where you kind of came off that? Yeah, like that, that – I'm, I'm kind of scatterbrained. Mm-hmm. But when – that's what happened. I had that experience and it made me just see like I was trying – I was chasing something that wasn't really my, uh, my idea. You know, my – it wasn't – yeah, it wasn't my idea. Mm-hmm. I was, it was society's idea so of, of success. And the, the challenges that I've – that I've that I've had the obstacles that I've overcome and, and you know the the letdowns of all the the rejection mm-hmm. and all that stuff, um, you had to go through that in order to appreciate to really appreciate yep. where I'm at you know, and um, I'm I'm grateful for the whole the whole journey that I've been on and I'm I'm excited to you know where I go. Worst letdown? Did you have a time when you were really thinking that something was going to pop or there was oh, come uh, on. a Once? big? <laughs> Once, how many times have I packed yeah. my bags thinking I'm gonna I got the job and then I was like no you didn't get it and I was like oh oh man so the first time that happens what is your thought process can you think back to the, what was the first time I mean there's one specific time that pops out to my mind I don't know if it was the first time right. but uh, talk about the project well Amer- American Crime mm-hmm. uh, Rich Cabral and I were up for a role and he killed it he did a great job. That was the guy to hire. Uh, but here's actually I'll say, you know what's so interesting? I realized that <laughs> this isn't a competition, mm. really. It, it's there's a ton of great actors out there, and believe me, that there's at least five other guys that could play this role. They can. Mm-hmm. There's there's actors that are just as good as I am, even better. It, it that's all. It's all subjective, right? You could think I'm awesome. You could think I'm horrible. Either way, you're right. Mm-hmm. It's all you know. So. You just you learn to to I guess scatterbrained, but um, you learn to understand that it's your journey. And, and with that one, I was like, I thought I had it. You know, the the chemistry read went uh, well. I mean, with the producer, the the, the test mm-hmm. went great, and I was 
walking out. Like I said, I packed my bags ready to go, and then, and I really wanted to work on that project. I actually ended up working on it anyways, mm-hmm. but uh, with that role. And when I didn't get it, it just uh, it just it hurt. Yeah. Quite simply, yeah. it hurt. You know, it's okay to say it's okay to say that. Yeah, it's okay to have those feelings for sure. Because because if you don't have those moments, then the moments that I get, like when I get the oath, it it, it makes those those moments like oh yeah, you know, yeah. great. Because yeah, because all those times that I've been told and. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been told no way <laughs> more times, and I, and that's and that's even the ones that I've killed, the auditions that I've yeah. that I've done great. You know, it you could do great all the time, but that doesn't mean you're going to get the job, and it doesn't mean that you, it doesn't mean you're you're not worthy of the job either. Mm. Does it, yes, does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. You know, because just because you didn't get it doesn't mean that you can't do it. It's just there's so many other variables that come into play. Availability, money, you know, budget, and and matching up who looks right, you know. Mm-hmm. So once I understood all that, like really got it, it it just took off so much pressure. Now I don't go, I don't go in to book jobs anymore. I don't go in. I just go in to play. I go, I of course listen. I want a job. Like I wanted to. Book you the want o. to book the job, but that's not your. Mentality that's not what you're in. striving to do. You're striving to be you. When I'm in that moment in the room. I just want to play, and I want to. I come in with an idea. I, I go, okay, here's my interpretation of the character and how I see it. Mm-hmm. If you dig some of what I'm doing, then we'll play. We'll we'll collaborate. And when I'm in an audition, I'm auditioning you just as much as you're auditioning me because I want to see how I work with you. How do we communicate? You know, do we speak the same language? And because that's going to tell me what kind of experience I'm going to have on this project. So. I take I take that experience and I try to have the best experience in that moment, just the audition, and be able to walk out of there. But like, boom, I did it, you know, and and it was a good experience. And then if I get the job or not, well, that remains to be seen. But as long as I go in there and do my my work and I left it all in the room, I'm good. Is it hard when you're starting out as an actor? And I have friends who are doing that, and you know, you're trying to get that first role or that second role to really get your name out there to get get noticed by people. Was that hard, or what struggles are you going through in that time, especially starting out where you're really grinding? Ask me that again. What what struggles are you going through, and when you're on that grind, especially initially to really make your name known before you have any project? You're trying to get even those auditions. You're assuming my name is known. I don't think. No, but I'm saying like before you even get the role, getting an audition is a success. Oh yeah. What what is that grind like? It's knocking like knocking on the door. Okay, they're not going to listen. Who's gonna, who's going to answer? Who's going to give you an opportunity? It's just uh, I want to. I don't know if trial and error is the right way to put it. Uh, just keep you keep knocking on the door. You keep knocking until someone answers. It's it's. I don't know if that's answering your question. No, it it yeah it is. You know, I mean, financially, is that what you're talking about? Like, I mean, I was, we could talk about how when I was uh, collecting, I was living on unemployment. You know what you need to do in this industry or anything that you're going after? You need true self-belief. You have to believe in yourself. And again, Rick talked about that last Mm -hmm. time when I was watching watching it this morning. And I'm like, yup, I I always, like, first of all, I didn't, unlike him, I didn't grow up wanting to be an actor. Mm -hmm. I'm an athlete first. I will always be an athlete for I love mm-hmm. athletics. Um, but 
when I when I took a class at community college and I listened to what acting was about, storytelling and creating characters, I go, oh, I can make a living doing that. I, well, I'm, I'm an actor. I don't know I don't know if I'm going to make a living at it, but I, I just believed. I believed that I could. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I could do that. Just got to put forth the same work ethic that I did in sports into this. And I just, there was no, I'm going to try this. It was just, I believe in myself and I believe I could do it. And listen, it, I'm not saying that, oh, then I just, be, you know, I started booking everything. No, <laughs> I sucked. You know what I'm saying? I had to work on my craft and, and ultimately learn about myself. When the, the more you learn, the more honest you are with yourself, the more you learn. All the answers are inside. That's what I learned. You, at least from my, my, my journey, mm-hmm. I, I've gone to myself and the more I've evolved as a man. And like right now, I'm at peace and I love who I am as a person. And that I, I just I constantly seek peace and understanding, peace within myself, and understanding why I think the way I think, and understand I try to understand why other people think the way they think, uh, and that mentality has helped me out a ton in life overall. And I, I believe uh, this is a part of my life, so it's definitely uh, influenced my work. You brought it up, so I'm going to dive into it a little bit. Uh-huh. The unemployment. Uh huh. And we talked about humility. How humbling maybe was that? Or was that to be able to start doing that, to be able to continue on your journey? Was that humbling? What was your thought process at the time? What was your emotions trying to... Stress. <laughs> you know, like I, before getting into uh, acting, I used to work for spe- with special needs kids for LAUSD. Awesome. Um, that's where I... 19, this is, this is, my, this is my, my route to where I'm at now. Mm. I graduated high school. My first job was Blockbuster. That's no. how, that, that's when I Re- knew. That's rest when I knew. In peace. But no, but that's when I knew I was gonna become an actor. <laughs> no, you know, I'm at Blockbuster. This is the start. Um, putting up the putting up the movies in the shelf. You know, um, I'd, I'd worked at Blockbuster for a year, and then I worked over at Universal doing security. Mm. And from there, I worked I worked uh, at a nightclub. That, on the security premises, and then from there they they put they had me working with uh, that company had me working with like celebrities and stuff like that mm-hmm. at special events. And like I was always I guess it makes sense because you're in Hollywood, you're in, mm-hmm. it's in the environment. But then from there and then taking the fast forward, I'm skipping, but just I'm kind of skipping stuff. But uh, fast forward, taking that class, I'm like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do, or this is what I'm gonna do, and starting to pursue it. And then you go, you know, you're you're you have your day job, and you know I. I did things that I listen. I did what I had to do in regards, such as, such as honestly leaving work when I wasn't supposed to, to go on auditions. You know, I would, I risked. Mm-hmm. I, my 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 arms say life is a gamble, and I'm all in. I have it on my arms. Really? Yeah, and uh, that's that's how I approach. I'm a risk taker. Mm-hmm. Uh, another example. There was a time where. I I was kind of weaning myself off of from being full time with the school district to going to subbing, and from and and you know a little acting job here, a little acting job there, and that was bring paying the bills. But primarily, my my was paying the bills was the the substitution work for the school district, mm-hmm. and then I got to a point to where I go, I, I just wasn't happy. I didn't, I wasn't being fulfilled by that day job anymore. It was like as soon as I clocked in. I was looking at my watch. At first, I felt like I was making a difference with these kids. And mm-hmm. after a while, I felt like babysitting. 
so there was no not there was nothing uh, I was getting from it, in, and I, I was kind of depressed in a way. So I had to ask myself, I go, how much do I really believe in myself? Do I really believe in myself? And and actions speak louder than words. So I end up uh, retiring or quitting mm-hmm. in the, the position, and I uh, was collecting unemployment, and I. You know, I was getting by with that and then little residual checks and, you know, talk about the bank account, dwindling, dwindling, mm-hmm. dwindling. And um, then I ended up booking Army Wives at the at the right time. Yeah. But, I, but, I, but the whole thing was I, I, I had to believe in myself. And I know it was tested. You know, you t- mm-hmm. it tests you. And definitely you have those moments of more than once, damn, did I make the right decision? You know, you second guess yourself. Mom, mom, uh, something along the lines of, mom, did I make the yeah. right decision? Whatever. And, and uh, well, you know, you're doing it, you know, and and ultimately, I I just wanted to hear something. Yeah. But I knew I knew I was I was gonna stick with it, but I had no choice because that's that's what I set myself up. I mm-hmm. go, I had to put myself in a in a position where I had to do it, right? And that was my only option. Hey, luckily it worked out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it could because it's a possibility. Hey, it's a possibility that the oath could be my last job. You have to you have to recognize those. Those things you can't be scared of it, you know. You understand it, and it just makes you appreciate the moment that you're in. I don't believe this is my last job. I believe I'll work for a long time, mm-hmm. but uh, you have to acknowledge those things. I think if you if you if you try not to if you try to ignore them, um, I think that's uh, not good, for lack of a better way to put it. Yeah. What drives you then? I mean, looking at uh, the things that you kind of overcome and the, and the attitude of even not wanting to be an actor and now realizing that that is something that you're good at and that is something that you enjoy and, you know, being comfortable that this could be the last opportunity or the next opportunity could be the last. What drives you to get that next role and get that bigger role and expand? Uh, reaching my, I want to reach my full potential. That in life overall like my my biggest challenge in life is getting my body to the way i want it aesthetic aesthetically 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 (laughs) english is my first language by the way (laughs) it's it's barely my first language but uh aesthetically i i I wanted to get my body to a certain position and i I haven't yet but um i forgot why i went there what was i go what'd you say before what drives you yeah, to reach my full potential. So reaching my full potential physically, reaching my full potential as an artist, reaching my full potential just as a human being, you know, uh, being the best I could be at whatever I do, whether it's boxing, whether it's uh, inspiring people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I just try to do the best I can. I can, And, and I, don't, I don't believe I've reached it yet. I don't believe I've reached my full potential. And that's not, and excuse me, and that's not ego. That's, no. That's no, no, a place. No. That's, a, that's me honestly looking at myself and saying, ah, I got more to give. I got more to give. I have more to offer. Can someone reach their potential or should that be a stopping point? Or will there always or should there always be that next step? When you reach something, say, all right, next, next. I'll say that there is no, it's, it's whatever it is to you. Right, man. We're all on our own journey. Mm-hmm. Like my, my, I may believe it is, but you may have may think something different. Um, I just, I, I just feel that 
you're gonna to the point that I don't I feel like I, I don't want to do this no more. Then that, that's when I'll know. Like okay, I've done it. Let me go conquer something else. You know, I could I could choose not to be an actor no more and go um, live in Brazil and. I don't know, go be a painter or go South Coke. You can't go back to Blockbuster. I'm sorry. It's just not – that option has closed. <laughs> it's yeah, okay. for real. It really has closed. <laughs> um, actually, there is one Blockbuster left, I think, in Alaska. Really? I saw something. Yeah. Still alive. Yeah, holding on. Ready for a comeback. What is your definition of success? Reaching my full potential. Will I, will I ever? I don't know. We'll find out. I'm. I'm just. I try to live in the moment as much as possible. I take day a day at a time. I do have goals. You know, like I, I write a list of goals. Uh, matter of fact, booking a series was one of the goals mm-hmm. on that list for 2017. I think. I, I think I got. I think I only missed two goals last year. So then, do those goals carry over to the next year? Yeah. So what's the next goal? Learn Spanish. One of them. Actually, my, my top priority is to is to start investing in real uh, real estate property and and because uh, I don't I don't want to make a living acting. I want to have acting the money I make from acting to use that to invest into getting cash flow, mm-hmm. and once I have other avenues of, of uh, income, then I just end up doing the jobs that I whatever jobs. That I want to do, you know, or go out on the audition, mm-hmm. whether it's going out on auditions and booking a job that I want to, I'm only going out on the ones I want to go to as opposed to, there, you know, there's been paycheck jobs that, mm-hmm. I've, that I've fortunately got, you know, but uh, I want every job that I work on to be the one I want to be on. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And that's why I heard. I want every job to be be the oath because you, the oath is this, this job, man. Oh, I love it. I love it, bro. I, lo- I love the people I'm working with. I love the um, the the character that I have. Um, Puerto Rico, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's awesome. And, and I, I the feeling that I have, the feeling that I have while I'm doing this project, I want to continue to have all the time. And I think it's it's not that you will. It's never that you're not going to work as hard because I heard that um, from. Uh, some world-renowned inspirational speaker who said, you look at these people who are now working harder now, even though they have so much money, the Warren Buffetts, the Bill Gates, the Jeff Bezos from Amazon, and they have so much money, billions and tens of billions of dollars. I think Jeff Bezos is like $109 billion now. and He's working harder now than what he did to start. But the difference is he's made enough money to now the work that he's doing is solely on projects that he wants. Uh-huh. And the projects that he is really invested in loves. And I think that's what you're talking about is you, your, your work will never change. Your level of work will never change. It's just where your focus will be yeah. when well, you achieve something. And it's like, okay, now my focus is on this. And yeah. I'm going to still work that same amount just in this yeah, other my, area. My, my work ethic yes. is no matter what I do, it's always extreme. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excessive. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm an extreme person. So – even with the work with this with the oath i'm i'm still working on my character as a matter of fact i uh I mean, we haven't been picked up for a second season yet but i i still work on it i mm-hmm. whether it's uh keeping in contact with the young the girl who plays my daughter or matter of fact i was at the the grocery store one day and 
my playlist had a, a song that we were using on set, and it came up while I was at the grocery store, and it immediately clicked me back in. As a matter of fact, it was Cinca- a, a song from Sincario, the Sincario mm-hmm. soundtrack. And uh, as soon as it clicked on, it put me right back into that headspace of the character. And I started watching, this is no lie, I started watching this guy at the store and I started playing this scenario in my mind of who he was and what was he doing. Like, uh, I'm, I'm just constantly click, checking back in with where I'm at with my, the character that I'm playing just to make sure that um, it's still there. So You're always preparing. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Someone, you know, they always say like, oh, you're waiting for the right opportunity. Don't wait for the right opportunity. Prepare for the right opportunity. So then when the opportunity comes, you're ready. Yeah. Well, they say, isn't that that what they say luck is? Preparation meeting opportunity? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's never just something that comes along. I love your attitude of what you were saying of, you know, I think, I love it of, it's not Watch a competition. You're, t- you're talking like me now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there's so, it's like you. There's so much good stuff. It's just what to what to get out. Uh, is that it's not a competition. Mm-hmm. That you look at it and it's there are five people who can play any role, and it's not a competition. Don't go to a competition. No, if man. you think of it like this, then you think of that you've lost, yes. but you haven't lost. You've grown no matter what. You've learned from that audition. You learn from the people that you talk with and preparing for that. That matters. Yeah, I, I I don't look at it as a competition. If anything, it's a competition between me and myself hmm. about um, believing in myself and 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 just yeah, because only I could screw it up in that room, mm-hmm. you know. And and I just again, it's all about doing the work. It's about the work. It's not about the job. You know, you go and you perform, and you whether you get the job or not is it's out of your control until you. Take you know unless you want to be a producer, and produce your own thing, then mm-hmm. go ahead and do that. But um, yes, I I've, for a long time I, I the competitive side of me I guess would look at or maybe even insecure, um, uh, looking at other the other people in the room like dang you know so and so's here oh, yeah here. you know and and it got to a point to where I was like you know. No man, and it's not that they're they're great. There's other great talent in the room. Yeah. You acknowledge I acknowledge the fact that they're great too. So go in there, do your thing, man. One of us are gonna get it. And look at, I, I mean, I get this one, but I'll get one of them. You know, I'll, eventually I'm mm-hmm. gonna book one. Mm-hmm. So because you're busy and you're busy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm gonna get one. <laughs> so especially now with all the different platforms. Yeah. We're we're in a. I'm I am in a uh, very blessed. Uh, and a great time to mm-hmm. be doing what we're doing because there's so many different uh, – there's so much content out there mm-hmm. and, and uh, platforms to to have opportunity for work. So, And that's a, that's the same for, again, actors, musicians, All, athletes. Yeah. There's so many leagues. There's so much, like you said, content and need for content right yeah, now. There's, yeah. there's no way that if anyone keeps pushing that you're not out there at some point. So thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And again, guys, check out so the Oath on Crackle. Seriously, it's so good. It's free. It's, you don't you don't need I, that Netflix description. You don't need that Hulu description. It's free on Crackle. I can't believe I didn't mention that. Yes, it's completely free. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. No credit card information. But if you want to send him money, you can just simply Venmo him it. his. No- <laughs> I will take. I will take gift cards. I will take money order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, send send him to the studio too. I'll take some as well, guys. Follow JJ on Twitter, on Instagram at JJ Soria, on Facebook at JJ Soria 08. 
You can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at the only MC. Again, every single Monday we are live here on the Popcorn Talk, and you can also follow us on Apple iTunes. We're all traveling different places, yeah, maybe man. not Puerto Rico, but we're all traveling but different definitely places. Definitely get out to Puerto Rico if you haven't been. Get out. Oh there. yeah. Hey, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I appreciate you being open. Again, to be able to to share your experiences of the good times, the bad times, and the attitude that you now have, it's inspiring. And I think that's what a lot of people need to know on their rise to success. Definitely. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next time. Later. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.